Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, uh, Thank you. 
Praise Yah, praise Yah, hallelujah, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, I thank you, each and every one of you, for being on the call today, for uh, staying in with me, hanging in there with me today, and um, I'm not sure what's going on with the um, mics, it's been a long time since I've been on talk show, so (laughs) I hope I remember to do everything correctly, and that we are recording live here on our Truth and Life, Angel Heart Garrison Ministries, Truth and Life Bible Study, Word of Yah Speaks Bible Study tonight here in Oceanside, California at 4 p.m. It's now 4.10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on this Thursday afternoon. I thank you for being on the call. Our topic today is the book of Yasher, and uh, it is an apocryphal book, and I'm excited. I'm your host tonight, Apostle Ramona Haswell, and I'm excited to begin a study in the apocryphal books tonight, Um, this being our first. I have delved into the books every once in a while in previous live prayer calls and studies, but tonight we're going to take our first look at the book of Yasher. I just want to open up with prayer and uh, to say that was uh, the song, The Way, The Truth, and Life by Pat Barrett, and The Way, um, uh, The Truth, and Life, and that's the way that Truth Truth and Life Bible Study uh, wants to bring the word to you. We want to, the, the truth to be revealed unveiled and uncovered, that we make make connections. So let us just open with prayer right now. Father God, Father Yah, I just thank you, Lord, for uh, blessing us today to be here. I ask, Lord, that you open our eyes and ears of understanding that we be able to uh, receive and understand this word, the connection that you're making with us today, that we might, dear Heavenly Father, delve deeper into your word, um, filling in holes and pieces, Lord God, that have been left out. I thank you, Lord God, for open hearts, open minds today, Lord God, to hear a new word, a new revelation. And I ask, Lord God, that your word be milk and become meat to the hearers of your word today. And Yahushua's mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Glory to Yah. Glory to Yah. Well, ah. Uh, I, I really don't know where to begin. I don't have an outline or anything because there's so much that I want to tell you. I want to tell you uh, that I'm not trying to race through any book or any chapter. I'm not trying to uh, get anywhere fast. What I'm trying to do today, what we're going to attempt to do today, is just to open our eyes to a few things and begin to receive the truth of the word regarding the book of Yasher. And I began today in the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 1. And I'm just going to read today some of uh, the book of Genesis so that um, we can see where there's missing, where information is missing, and the book of Yasha, the book of Enoch, the book of Jubilees, 
and the book of, I think, Maccabees also will be filling in some empty spaces of Genesis for us. So um, I know that when I was younger and I wanted answers, it was hard for me to get answers because when I'd read, there'd be get big gaps there. So um, uh, beginning with the fallen angels, I, I I didn't even wonder how God could make the uh, how Father Yah could make the universe and how the the stars are up in the sky and the earth is here and 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 I I didn't wonder about that. I think my first wonder, the first question was where did where did um, oh, who came to wife come from? <laughs> So that was one of the first questions, and the other was, what happened to the fallen angels? So there are so many holes uh, that we're going to start filling in, and I'm just going to take my time. looks like we have 45 minutes, and I'm not going to try to go over an hour each Thursday. We're going to come in here, and we're going to uh, pick at this uh, book of Yasher, and I have my notes before me. I spend my Sabbath, um, which is Saturday, that's been my Sabbath, uh, studying the Word, and I study out of the F. Sefer right now, and uh, or I use the blueletterbible.com, and I go to the HNV version. I may do a search in the King James or the New King James, but I don't use them as much anymore as I used to because we're seeing so many changes um, happening just before our eyes. And some people will understand what I'm saying and some won't. And I, I'm not here, like I said, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just here to op help open your eyes. Because let me tell you what happened to me. Let me tell you what happened to me. I was, um, as I was working on the book, Teshuvah, and I have that somewhere on this desk. I'm using my husband's desk today, and I'm telling you, it's quite a mess. But uh, I'm using his desk today, and I hope I don't lose one of my Bibles up here. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, he he does a lot of studying himself, so he's got his books and his tools and everything else up here. But as I was saying, as I was working on uh, the book Teshuvah, and I don't begin a book on my own, I tell you that. Uh, Father Yah just wakes me up and he starts talking to me and I start writing. And as I began to write, he also gives me the title of the book. And as I began writing more and more, I'm only uh, the, the scribe. Hallelujah. I'm his scribe, and I take my time, and I write what he tells me to, to write down, and, uh, and I began making connections myself. So when I started the book, Teshuvah, uh, he started revealing and unveiling information to me, and I was able to put it down and begin to make connections and, and get revelations myself. And so as I began to do that, he started taking me deeper and deeper. And uh, one day he started talking to me about the Israelites. And I said, oh, Lord, I don't want to go there. I, I don't want to uh, go into that controversy because that's a little too deep. And he said, follow me. See, I've always had that relationship with him that he takes me by the hand and, and he takes me places and he'll just say, look at that, look at that, look at that. And as I'm looking, 
I'm, I'm paying attention and I'm absorbing what I'm seeing or hearing or, or, or talking about and uh, uh, whatever he's trying to show me. And not any man brought me to this place. No man brought me here. I didn't come here because I heard such and such preaching or I heard such and such teaching on the matter. That's not how I got here. As I was writing the book of Teshuvah, in order to get where he was taking me, he had to do some detours and show me some other things. And he began to show me the Israelites. He began to show me the relationship that he had with them. He began to show me uh, uh, what the Israelites did to fall into sin and how we separated ourselves from him. He began to show me these things. So I went where he was taking me. I followed his lead. Holy Spirit began to show me things. And so I will be discussing those things with you um, as we get deeper and deeper into these studies. Every Thursday here on this uh, 114.379 channel, I'll begin to talk to you, and I hope that those that I have invited will invite others to come to this call as well. And uh, so that as we get more and more into this teaching, you will be hungry for the word. You'll be hungry for this information. And so another thing, I've been working on this book, Teshuvah, for about three years now. I didn't anticipate it would take that long, but what happened as he began to show me and take me different places, I began, the book began to get bigger and bigger. And one day I realized, Lord, the things that you're showing me and talking to me about now, they they are important uh, that the people know these things, but they no longer fit in that book. And I realized I had two books in me at the same time. And he's done that with me before in my five-volume book of devotionals. Uh, when I thought I was uh, working on one book, I saw that he had them broken down into uh, different types of devotions, inspirational, uh, uh, just, just you'll see if you go on um, uh, Amazon.com and put in my name, uh, Ramona Haswell, uh, a list of books will come up, and you'll see that five-volume set of books and uh, they're called Properties Ramona Haswell. Uh, and so you'll see those five books. Well, he told me I had five books in me. But those five books came from me uh, speaking in the morning. Every morning I would get up and I would do a live devotional. And that's where those came from. I didn't know what he was doing with me then, but had I stopped in the middle of the road and just decided I'd done enough, then I wouldn't have five volumes. Hey, and maybe I stopped too soon and would have had ten, but we have the five before you, and they are journals where you can write into those books. So I'm not here to try to sell your book. What I'm trying to do right now is give you an introduction to the work that we're going to be doing uh, this season on the apocryphal books. So in the uh, book Teshuvah, Return to Me, um, I began to see a second book. And that book, he immediately, when I began to see it, he immediately called it The Real Battlefield too. If you purchase The Real Battlefield, the um, 
the first book on the subject, you'll find out that I began to talk to you about the spiritual ites about the book of Judges, and I started bringing out some things about uh, the the um, succession of uh, the generations and what each generation meant. And so now we see us in the year in time hour, and he's taken that same book and brought it to into a deeper level, and he's talking to you about those ites again, but he brings them into the vision. He brings them into perspective. You see them in the three days of darkness uh, that is talked about in the book of Revelation. You see them um, uh, in the uh, the sin of mankind. You begin to see the ites. And I tell you this day that, that those eyes right there, uh, the revelation and uh, the real battlefield too, opened my eyes to, uh, to understand what that scripture says, uh, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm going to tell you, for a couple of weeks there, I was fearing and trembling. I'm telling you that I had to work out some things. So in order for me to be able to bring these to you, to be able to bring this book to you, to bring these uh, apocryphal books to you, in order for me to be able to do that, I had to work out my own salvation in fear and trembling. You're wondering where Apostle Ramona has been. I have become a watchman on the wall. I am a, uh, you know who I am. I'm a, a prayer warrior. I'm an apostle. I'm a prophet. I'm a didactic. I, I teach. I instruct. I am a um ambassador of the Messiah. I I don't just uh, tell you. I also show you. I'm an example. Hallelujah. So I'm seeing some things, and the Lord is revealing some things to me. And um, you'll be able to also see uh, what he's revealing to me in my, uh, I have a, a fellowship. Um, IFPW WatchmanWebs.com. Let me pull that up so I can give you the. I I'm, I'm moving pretty slow today. I had a long day. I've been real busy today. Oh, Lord. I've got to try that again. We got to try it again, see if I can find it. <clears throat> I should have had it up on the screen already. I tell you, it's been so long since I've done this uh, that I, I um, it's www-ifpwatch. Let's see. If that was it, that wasn't it. So it must be Watchmen, M-E-N, W-W-W-I-F-P, Watchmen, webs.com. That's it. It's W-W-W-I-F-P. Watchmen with an E, watchmen.webs.com. And if you go there, you're going to discover some things that I'm working on. And I will allude to uh, the section in the sidebar, uh, eschatology and the days of Noah and Lot. 
and this is where we're going to be looking into, and I, I um, refer you to this page so that you can see where I'm going. You can see the scriptures that I use, uh, how I go back and forth in the book of Genesis uh, and um, the book of Enoch, the book of Yasher, and, you know, and begin to piece things together. So today we may not go into it at all. We're already at 425. We may not go into it at all because I don't want to just begin a thing and just catch you in the middle of a sentence almost, and I don't want to go over my time. So today is just an introduction. Um, let me first start by reading that, uh, that page. It says, it is well known that the days of Noah focused on a worldwide event that led to a flood that covered the earth continually for 40 days and 40 nights. LOM prepared the people with 120 days of teaching and preaching for those to, uh, to have the opportunity to choose between Yah's ways of holiness and righteousness or the ways of the fallen to choose to do evil over good. So uh, we're going to see uh, the fallen teaching also their evil ways, and we're going to see Enoch teaching Yah's ways. We're going to see uh, that in, uh, we're going to reference Genesis chapter 5, uh, Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, 5. We're going to uh, uh, be just going from place to place. I'll continue. It says, prior to all of this, we know that the book of Genesis, um, chapter 5, 24, in the HNV, uh, that's the Hebrew names version, and Hebrews 11, 5, tells us of Enoch and how he walked with God. Yeah, some of the apocalyptic books give us more detail, and in chapter 3 of the book of Yasher, we're uh, given more in-depth information regarding the ministry and comings and going of Enoch. The apocryphal book of Yasher, which is Jasher, tells, gives us a more in-depth look at those days when Enoch, uh, who lived 910 years, uh, it says that Enoch lived to be a 950 years. So during the days prior to his birth, throughout his life, and just before his death, the state of the earth is described in the book of Yasha as it also speaks of the life of Enoch and how he came back and forth onto the earth during the time of the great sin of the peoples of the earth, teaching wisdom, knowledge of Elohim, and his ways. The book of Yasher tells us that Ruach HaKadosh, who is the Holy Spirit, was now, was upon Shanuk, who is Enoch, as he taught his people kings, princes, and judges the way of Yah. See, we don't see that in the book of of uh, Genesis, but we do see it in the book of Yasher. So as we continue in, I, uh, I'd like for you to go to ifp www.ifpwatchman with an e dot webs dot com and uh, go into that sidebar where it talks about eschatology. I want you to look at the whole website though. Uh, go into eschatology where it says the days of Noah and Lot, and that's where we're going to start out this um, teaching. And it goes down first, and it talks about the days of Noah. It uses Matthew chapter 24, verses 3 through 8, and on and on until 39. And it gives you references. It just starts talking to you. 
and to, about what the world is going to look like at this time of the end times. So uh, the disciples asked Yahushua, what is it going to be like? What is it going to look like? And he said, when it begins to look like the days of Noah and of Lot. So how are we supposed to know what the days of Noah and the days of Lot look like in order to compare? Because there are certain books that were removed from the Bible in 1611. I believe that that was the last edition that had all the books in it. And I tell you what happened is I received the book as a gift that belonged to my grandfather. I received it as a gift, and when I opened it, you know, just to glance at it, I thought I might find some writings in it that my grandfather wrote or something like that. I saw different books that I had never seen before, so I asked my mother, where did all these books come from? I said, I've never seen it. And it was some type of Catholic Bible. And so uh, I began to, uh, this is all happening around the same time in this three-year period that I'm working on the book, Teshuvah. And I began to look. Now, in Teshuvah, you'll find that I talked about the books that were missing from the Bible. It, we are told there are 66 books, but all of a sudden they found all these other books and they're just pushed to the side. And we're told, oh, don't touch those books, you know, because they don't, they don't have anything to do with us and they're, they're evil or they're, they're, uh, it's something wrong with them. So we didn't touch those books. But now that I see that those books really were in the Bible, and were removed, I had to go in deeper. And as I went in deeper, I began to learn some things that made connections and that, that caused me to say, oh, that sounds about right. That, that, there's that connection to this or there's that connection to that. And I began to be um, uh, more inquisitive and and studied more and began to get more and more answers. And so I didn't need somebody else telling me the the books speak to you. So I I started with the book of Enoch, but I don't want to start there with you. Uh it would be good to start with the book of Enoch, but uh some of you will close your books for the things that you're going to learn. And so that takes me back to the the book of the, the book that I'm writing Teshuvah because it talks about uh, it, it tells you a little bit, it begins to speak to you about what happened to the fallen angels. Now, your, the book of Genesis doesn't tell you what happened. Genesis chapter 6 picks up and it gives you a little bit of information and it tells you, let me go there first. And so I guess today we don't really have an opening scripture. We're just going to start somewhere. And it talks about the wickedness and judgment of man. And it says, now it came to pass when men began, and I'm reading right now out of the uh, New King James. I believe this is what this one is. It's not just the King James. Let me look. Nelson study Bible. It's the New King James. And uh, it says in chapter 6, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them. Now, you see how quickly uh, we transitioned into a new thought? It came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them that the sons of God 
who are the sons of God, saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And so then it goes into verse 3 and says, The Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. Then verse 4 tells you something. There were giants on the earth in those days. Now this is Genesis, the book you've had since you were a baby, the book that your father and your grandfather had, and it says there were giants on the earth in those days. Well, that doesn't uh, surprise us much because we know about Goliath and we know about uh, his his brothers. He had, I think, he had four brothers. That's why David had five stones. So we know that there were the Philistines were kind of giants, and we've read here and there where there was a giant here and there, or there was a little city of giants. But where did these giants come from? So as we go deeper, we're going to find that as we go deeper into Genesis chapter 6, we're going to be told where they come from. But nobody really teaches on these things. Yet, when the disciples asked Yahushua what were the signs of the end time, he said to them, when it begins to look like the days of Noah and Lot. So why would he use the days of Noah and Lot as a reference when we don't really, uh, we're not really told in the in in the New King James or the King James what the days of Lot really look like. So we have to speculate. But when we go into the book of Yasher and of Enoch and Jubilees, we're given, uh, 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 what do they call it? We're given details. We're, we're told what it's like. We're told how God feels about what it's like at that time. We're told that God handpicked people and said, okay, it's time for them to die because the end is coming. There's a flood coming. So he warned them ahead of time. He gave them 120 years to, of, of uh, uh, preaching and, and teaching. And see, this is what I tell you. This is the season of the teacher that we're living in right now because before destruction comes the teaching. And the teaching comes so that you can come to a place where you can make choices, where you can make right choices. You'll never be able to stand in front of God and say, I didn't know. You'll never be able to say, oh, Lord, you know, nobody told me. So, He's giving you the opportunity right now, not just through me, but there are many who have recently awakened to what is really going on that are willing to stand and deliver the word like Enoch did. See, we, we always look at the Bible and say Moses was this, Moses was that, but it wasn't first Moses, it was first Enoch. The first teacher was Enoch. See, Adam, uh, I believe... Adam and his children had a relationship with Yah where they, they had that face-to-face type of relationship. And then Enoch came along. When he came along, he had a, a more intimate relationship with Yah where he went back and forth uh, from heaven and to the earth. And so uh, we're going to learn more about this in these books. So I'm kind of giving you a, a, a prelogue, a prelude of what is what we're going to be teaching about so that you can ready your spirit to receive the truth of the word. 
not rejected. And and when I pray for you, I pray that you receive the truth of the word, not because it's coming from me, but because the word uh, uh, confirms itself. The word is the teacher. Uh, Holy Spirit will draw you into the word where you begin to ask more questions and as you begin to ask and read on your own, because like I say, I read, I study to show myself approved every day, but I take the Sabbath as my study time where I sit down with my pad and pen and I begin to write for a better understanding. I have learned and realized that the computer is taking something away from us. I have um, um, discussed that on my Facebook page where I've said that just recently last week. I learned that uh, the, the, the Internet, uh, the computer is dumbing us down. I've gotten to the point where I forget things. Me, that I forget uh, what I just did, just just that quick, where I laid down my pencil. What did I do with my pencil? And I will be distracted looking for a pencil when I should be writing something down. But it had caused us. It has caused us to become. Uh, it has dumbed us down to a point that our brains, they say, automatically uh, instead of taking information and storing it in files in our brain like it used to, it no longer does that. It says, oh, you can always Google it. I'll Google it next time and I'll pull it back up. One day, Google is not going to be at your access. So it's now time for you to get that word in you so that you can pull it back up in the days that you're going to need it. Uh, the Word of God says the Word is in your heart. That's where you're supposed to be keeping that Word. You can't get it there if you're not reading it. And so what we've been doing is reading over the Bible. We're not even reading to study to show ourselves approved anymore. We're just reading, okay, I want to get that scripture and I want to put, and I want to remember that over here, or I want to put it, copy and paste it here and there because we have access to do so many things with a computer now, and my computer just went down, so I do hope that I'm still recording on my phone. So I don't know what's going on. I have a blue screen, so in the meantime, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust and believe that uh, the recording is still going and that uh, all is well. Um, uh, so here we are. We're using the computer, and we're uh, getting information, but because information, I, I, I learned that on the days that I'm not on the computer, see, I'm telling you all this for a reason. This is Bible study. Uh, I, on the days that I'm not on the computer, uh, when I have to work with my doctors, I have to make appointments, I have to do all this and that, yes, I put it in my phone, but I also have a, a book. Uh, that I write in my my dates and because what has happened is every time I get a new phone, I, I find I've lost contacts or I, a phone number that I had that I have to go to a book from 2008 or something and find that phone number or get somebody's address because all of a sudden I look and that person's no longer in my contacts in my phone. So I am relying on a system that's not reliable. And when I used to, I used to move a lot. And my one day my father told me, he said, girl, I'm going to have to start writing you. I'm going to have to start putting you in my books in pencil <laughs> because I move around so much. <laughs> so 
I had uh, uh, it says I have a connection error. I I don't know what to do about that, but it said it automatically restored me. Okay, so we'll see how this recording does. If it doesn't do well, if it doesn't take, I'll know what I did wrong this time, and next time I'll do better. So I just ask you to come back next week, next Thursday. It's 441 right now. I want you to come back next Thursday, and we're going to pick up next week what we leave off today. And I, I will go back and I'll reiterate some things. But I, I, I want to go back to uh, our understanding. See, this is the enemy trying to take information away from us. And the Bible that you're going you're gonna to learn pretty soon, I use the F-C-E-P-H-E-R. C -E -P -H -E -R. I purchased this book online. I have an apocryphal book uh, that I, um, as a matter of fact, let me get that book right now. And even on the ifpwwatchman.web.com site, you'll see uh, some of the photos of the books that I use. I use the new Oxford Annotated Bible. And I bought this book in particular online, and I bought it used. I can't afford to buy all my books new, but I bought this book new, I mean used, because I wanted, uh, this was my first book where I had any of the apocryphal books in it. And so this is similar, I think, to that um, Catholic Bible. I think I believe it has the book of Maccabees, Baruch, uh, the Wisdom of Solomon. It has different books and other books. Uh, other Bibles that I have don't have. It has a few of them. It doesn't have all of them. I don't even think it has the Book of Enoch. And so you can also go online, Google the Book of Enoch, and you will see free PDFs that you can download. See, I want you in these uh, in, involved. I want you interacting with in these studies uh, in these books. So I'm telling you where you can go. You don't have to say, oh, I don't have it. All you have to do is download it in your computer and uh, print it out if you want to or study right there on the computer. Study with me, and um, we will um, we'll study together. I want you to be able to chat, interact. I want you to be able to chat and talk to you uh, on, on the side sideboard and begin to ask questions there. And if I can't answer those questions that day, I'll get back to you. I'll see your questions there. I'll copy and paste them, and then I'll get back to you. I'll do my own studying on your questions. So, and if there's something that you want to add, I'd like for you to add them there. I want you to come here and participate in these one-hour studies. So we're going to be here for a while. And this is what I want to do with the Truth in Life Bible Study this year, at least for a year. Every week, every Thursday, we're going to get into these apocryphal books. So I'm just giving you a little hint of what you we're going to be studying on, what we're going to delve uh, to, to um, connect, the connections that we're going to try to make. We're going to talk about um, the bloodline of of uh, of Adam. Uh, we're going to talk about the birth of Seth. There's so much that we can talk about. We're going to talk about the ministry of Enoch. Uh, 
we're going to talk about and see these things, these topics aren't in the um, uh, New King James. They're not in the King James. And you're going to learn why these books were removed from the Bible because they did not want a people to know who they are. And uh, I like the Second Chronicles seven fourteen that starts out by saying, "If my people who are called by my name." So who are those people? There's so much that we're going to learn here uh, in this study. Who are those people called by His name? What is His name? So we're going to learn the names of Yah. Um, uh, our God has a name. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, if you know my name, I prefer that you use it. I don't want you to just call me apostle because when you call out that name in a group of apostles, if there's a group of apostles in the room, all, every apostle will turn around. So you've got to be specific. Our God has a name, capital G, and that ain't his name. His name is Yah, Yahuwah. So if my people who are called by my name, who are they? And there's the scripture, I think, in the book of John that says that Yahushua has the name of God also. His name is in his name. So how did Jesus, the name Jesus, what does that have to do with the name Yah? Nothing. Because his name wasn't Jesus. His name was Yahushua. And that's a name that's a part of Yahuwah. See, we've, certain information has been hidden from us. And it is God, Yah, who is uncovering. Elohim is uncovering. The time. As we awaken, and I tell you, there was a time I was still waking up and I was yawning and rubbing my eyes and said, huh, what do you mean by that? Oh, I don't want to know. I just want to go back to sleep. We're waking up. And the, the simple fact that you are here today allows us to say you are also waking up. You're open to hear the truth and to be set free. And so what I'm preparing you for, what Holy Spirit, Raul Hakadash is the Holy Spirit's name, Raul Hakadash, R-A-U-C-H, Raul Hakadash. As he is leading and guiding you and us all into all truth, he's leading us for a time. Because Yahushua said, when the days are like Noah and Lot, so he's exposing those days to us. He's telling you what was going on in those days. There were giants. And if you know anything, you know that uh, uh, the word of Yah tells us where the fallen are. <laughs> and they're there for a time, the word tells us. So we're going to get to that. There's so much that we're going to cover here. And no, it's not the gospel of Yahushua. And that is being taught. That is being taught. I'm not stopping anybody from teaching you about Yahushua. What, I'm, what we're doing right now is getting an understanding of what's about to happen so that we are prepared in this end time hour that we begin to prepare. And I don't mean by getting a, 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 what do they call that bag, emergency kit together. This is your emergency kit. 
Because when Rogue Hakadosh start leading you and guiding you to places you've never been before or showing you to go a direction that he hasn't taken you before, then you're going to realize that it's on. We're operating in the end time, and he wants you to be ready for that. He wants you to be ready when you look up in the sky that you're not looking at your enemy. See, the word of Yah tells us in those last days what, what's going to happen. Oh, there's going to be three days of darkness. There, he, he wants you to know that there's going to be an anti-Messiah. There's going to be so much going on, wars and rumors of wars. See, we're seeing all those things coming to pass, earthquakes and uh, tsunamis and volcanoes. Well, all of those things are happening, and it talks about it in the Bible that you've been reading. But it gets even deeper. It goes even deeper in these books that have been removed and hidden from you. So it's now, in this day and hour, that Yahuwah has uh, or says, okay, it's time for you to open your eyes and your ears and get an understanding. And so that's where he's taking us now, into a deeper understanding. And so I'm excited about what is about to happen. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, in this first few weeks, we're going to talk about the descendants of Adam. I'm going to take you uh, down through uh, uh, the line of Seth and on, and I'm going to teach you a little bit about uh, Enoch and Noah and the ministry of Enoch, and I think also Methuselah and Noah. Uh, Methuselah was Noah's grandfather. So we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about uh, the fact that... um, Noah himself, was it Noah? No, it was Abraham. It was Abraham himself who had a brother named Haran. Oh, there was a, a, a fiery furnace before Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So there's a lot that you don't know because you haven't had the books. So there was a first fiery furnace, and that happened to, happened to Abraham and his brother Haran. So there's so much to be discovered. I'm excited, and the more I learn, the more I want to share. And so a lot of this study that you're going to find, you're going to also find it in the book, The the Real Battlefield 2. And The Real Battlefield 2 is going to lead us into the the, um, uh, apocalypse. It's going to lead us into an understanding of what's going to happen in those three days of darkness, what's going to happen before that, Uh, uh, how to prepare yourself, and how these things have happened before. I'm going to show you because there is a blueprint that has been hidden from you. And, you know, I've always talked about the blueprint shadows and patterns. Uh, And a lot of people want to get rid of the Old Testament because it's no longer relevant or something has changed. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, what happened before will happen again. The things that you uh, have read in the New Testament that happened or or in the Old Testament had happened, they've happened before, just like I was explaining to you about Abraham and Haran in the uh, um, Oh, And uh, Abraham was was also symbolic Moses. There's so much exciting to show you because it's like when you first learned about 
um, when you first became saved and you began to learn more and more about Yahushua. And uh, you, you learn that how how they went in the night and and uh, Mary was pregnant and they went and hid and and they had this baby and it's just as exciting as that because you're gonna learn how uh, 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 what's his name Abram's father hid Abraham Abram how he was hidden. It's, it's so exciting, and I, I want to share it with you so much. And so I, I want you to come on, and I want you to begin to participate in these calls. I want you to um, listen and hear for understanding, to come here for wisdom and knowledge, as Enoch shared and taught, that you are also uh, uh, being taught at the same time. You're being taught. And notice how Yah always sends in the teachers before destruction. In the days of the flood, the teachers came before the destruction. Before the destruction, he sent teachers. In the book of Judges, I tell you, at 325 years, I forget how many times that cycle went around. But before destruction, he sent in the judges, the apostles, the teachers. See, you got those that are going to come in and judge. See, you are, right now, we have Holy Spirit that's convicting. And some of you are being convicted on some of the things that you're doing. So we're going to pay more attention to what's going on. We're going to give Holy Spirit our time. We're going to study to show ourselves approved. We're going to start uh, remembering the Sabbath and keeping it holy because it is a perpetual commandment. Perpetual means it's unending. It doesn't stop, which means that you've been lied to to think, first of all, that Sunday is the Sabbath. Saturday is the Sabbath. So if you go on to the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen uh, uh, webpage, you'll find that I have a sidebar, and the sidebar also tells you about Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom is the Sabbath. That's the, the study on the Sabbath. So uh, if you don't believe me, I want you to go there and do your own studying before next week because you are going to have to start living the covenant life. The conversation that Yahushua had with the, uh, uh, the, the what do you call them, um, the scribes or ooh, I can't think of what we call them. And they said that they were Abraham's children. They called themselves Abraham's children. And so in our study of the bloodline of Noah, we're going to find out that Abraham had other children, not with Sarah. So, yes, indeed, they came from a line of Abraham's children, but, they wouldn't, but Yahushua called them the children of Satan. <laughs> and so uh, so this helps you to have a better understanding of the New Testament and, and the references that are made in the New Testament to the old. It brings light 
to information that you thought you knew because you justify that scripture by just saying, oh, it's because of this and this. They were actually Abraham's seed, but they were not Sarah's seed. They were not the seed of the promise. You got it? So we've got a lot to learn. We've got a lot of studying to do. We've got a lot of catching up to do, and I'm excited. I hope you are going to um, come with me and bring somebody with you uh, so that we can study together. Father, yeah, I just thank you for this time that we've shared together today, Lord. I ask that it is a blessing, that it, is, it, it becomes a spear, that, uh, a, a sword, Lord God, that cuts through, Lord God, oh, that they may receive the light of the word. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, let it pierce their hearts, dear Heavenly Father, <laughs> and become a part of them, this word, Lord God. I thank you, Elohim, for uh, putting me in the place to teach this word today. And I thank you, Lord God, for all that is about to come about uh, because of my obedience to uh, continue in this study of the books of the Apocryphal. I thank you, Father. And I ask you to bless each and every hearer of this word today, and I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you all, and I hope that you will come back again next week, same time, same access code. Through every battle, every circumstance, I believe that you are my fortress. Oh, you are my fortress. You are my hiding place. Oh, I believe you are the way, the truth, and the life. I believe you are the way, the truth, and the life. I believe you will be clear. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.